0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, September 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Crowfoot tussles with Trump. Ag Expo cancel. AG steps into glyphosate fight and out no blank check for USDA. Now don't miss our AgriPulse Summit September 21st for the latest on food and farm policy. Celebrity chef Jose Andres, secretary Sonny Perdue, chairman Pat Roberts, ranking member Debbie Stabenelm, all a part of the all-star lineup of speakers who will explore crucial links between food security and national security. Join us for this full-day AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit on September 21st. Registration is free to AgriPulse subscribers and congressional staff. Learn more at www.agripulse.com. In Sacramento, Trump clashes with Newsom over climate policy. As one of several stops in the West, President Trump landed in Sacramento to briefly discuss wildfires with Governor Newsom and fire officials. During a press briefing, Trump said California has not been dealing with its leaves and exploding trees as well as Scandinavian countries. Newsom later pointed out the state owns just 3% of its forest land and called climate change self-evident. California Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot also triggered a response from Trump. If we ignore that science and put our heads in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together at protecting Californians, said Crowfoot. Trump countered, it'll start getting colder. You just watch. 2021 World Ag Expo canceled due to COVID-19. For the first time in its 52-year history, the World Ag Expo will not take place next year. International AgriCenter CEO Jerry Sniffett said... Holding the event would not be responsible due to the state's health and safety restrictions. Each February, the expo draws about 100,000 visitors from 65 countries to Tulare, serving as a major driver for the local economy. Former Driscoll execs go to prison for embezzlement. A former Driscoll's executive has been sentenced to prison in order to pay back nearly $1.5 million dollars. Mark Marrier was a real estate director for the Watsonville-based Berry Giant. Federal agents tracked a series of false invoices Marrier sent to a bank account he secretly held while working for the company. Becerra argues glyphosate should get Prop 65 warnings. Attorney General Javier Becerra is challenging a recent federal court decision barring Proposition 65 cancer warnings for glyphosate-based herbicides. The judge in the case called it misleading to consumers for the state to list the ingredient under the disclosure law, as well as a violation of First Amendment rights for Monsanto. He ruled that the warning was not, quote, purely factual and uncontroversial. Becerra filed a notice of appeal for the lawsuit. We won't let pesticide producers sweep the dangers of cancer-causing pesticides under the rug, said Becerra. He cited a finding from the International Agency for Research on Cancer, which is part of the World Health Organization, and not a regulatory body. Stab questions more CCC funding. The top Democrat on the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow, says she's concerned about USDA's ability to fund a new round of coronavirus relief payments, along with making regularly scheduled farm bill program payments in October. But at the same time, Stabenow suggested she isn't ready to sign off on more money for USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account without some say in how the money's spent. USDA has used CCC to fund the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program as well as the Market Facilitation Program before that. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue has said he has plenty of money left to make the CFAP-2 payments. Stavadow told reporters she doesn't want to, quote, provide another blank check to USDA when we know that what they've done already is not fair. Take note. Stabenow yesterday released an analysis by the Government Accountability Office of payments under the 2019 version of MFP. She thinks the payments were unfairly skewed to large operations and farms in the South. Corps proposing to ease water permits. The Army Corps of Engineers wants to make it easier for a wide variety of industries, including agriculture, to use nationwide Clean Water Act permits. The permits allow certain activities that only minimally affect the environment and waterways and wetlands under federal jurisdiction. The Corps is proposing to eliminate a 300 linear foot limit on losses of streambed for a number of its permits, including Nationwide Permit 40, which authorizes agricultural activities. There would be a new half-acre limit under a proposed rule. Why it matters. Well, activities authorized under NWP 40 include construction of building pads for farm buildings, the installation, placement, or construction of drainage tiles, ditches, or levees, mechanized land clearing, land leveling, and the relocation of some drainage ditches. Don Parrish, the Senior Regulatory Director at the American Farm Bureau Federation, said the group would be studying the proposal uh, uh, to ensure that the permits line up correctly with the details of the administration's new Navigable Waters Protection Rule, which redefines what wetlands and waterways fall under federal jurisdiction. The view from critics, well, some former EPA water officials say the rule would, quote, significantly increase the amount of fill material that can be discharged into streams and wetlands with little oversight by the Corps. Here's today's She Said It. I would feel very uncomfortable with that being the case because that question could be raised. At Senator Debbie Stabenow, ranking Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, when asked whether she thought Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue tried to steer market facilitation program payments to his home state of Georgia. Georgia had the highest payment rate for non-specialty crops at $119 an acre and highest payment per individual at $42,500 under the 2019 MFP. But the state's $311 million in total MFP payments was far less than number one Iowa, which received $1.6 billion and many other states. Stabato's home state of Mission, received $261 million. Farmers in California, the nation's leading ag producer, received $317 million. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, September 15th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.